Thank you for listening in. It's time for hijinks to ensue again. You're all such fools, but you are fools until the end. And if you knew Bobby E and decided to do a podcast, well then you would see my life is so damn frustrating and the blue coyote says why claw giggles and tears. My balls off. Oh, welcome back to the Hot Jinx and Sue's Wrestling Podcast, the H-E-W-P, the hoop, the ring, the squared circle. I'm your host, Blue Coyote. As always, I'm joined with my tag team partner for life, Bobby, the e. peanut butter falcon, E. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the peanut butter falcon? Yeah. <clears throat> Damn it, man, be nice. I made you breakfast. It was a good breakfast. Are you really going to drink that hot? It's not hot. It's room temperature. Ugh. That's how you're supposed to drink an Irish beer. Well, you're more man than me. That's right. Look at how you give it head. <laughs> Is that how you keep your girlish figure? That is my hourglass figure. <laughs> my uh, my backwards hourglass figure. Like it's not from the sides; it's from the front and the back. <laughs> I am rotund. <clears throat> I just want to uh, start off, uh, say a couple things. We took a break last week. We were not on because I had uh, an emergency medical situation come up in my family. Um, and then unfortunately my, my sister did pass away, <clears throat> but several different fandoms reached out and gave their condolences, uh, people from work, uh, friends from years ago. Uh, but most importantly, the fives and tens, uh, were very understanding and I got a lot of great supporting uh, messages from you guys and I really appreciate it um, it means a lot to me also uh, our newest sponsor Titan Moon Comics they also reached out and gave condolences as well uh, and in speaking about that sponsor uh, why are you laughing I was wondering how long it was going to take look they're a sponsor uh, so we got to get the news out there uh, Titan Moon Comics check them out Cedar Park, Texas, they are online, so Google them. Um, they are going to be closed Christmas and Christmas weekend, but shortly after that, uh, they are looking at uh, getting rid of some merchandise before their big inventory. So all that Christmas money you're getting, go uh, check out Titan Moon Comics. Tell them the Blue Coyote sent you, but not Bobby E, because he's being skeptical. Whatever, I've been there. I bought fucking, uh, <sighs> not Curse of Strahd. Uh... I got the the dragon one. 
Uh, I think you got Curse of Strahd there, too. No, Seth sent me that. No, okay, yeah. I bought the dragon one there. Yes, you did. Uh, with the um, alternate cover. Yes, the chromatic cover. Yeah. Um, Realm of Dragons? No. Den of Dragons? No. Wow, we suck as D&D people. The, the Dragons of Many Things? Tiamat. Dragons of Tyranny. That's it. Tyranny of Dragons. Ah! Yeah. Uh. There we go. We pieced it together. Yes, books I bought and we've never fucking played. Whew. Oh, God. All right. Let's end the episode now. Ta-da. All right. Uh, well, I... Okay, so we got a little bit of D&D &D out of our systems, okay? Um... Let's not go overboard. Some of our peeps don't like that kind of talk. They want to hear the wrestle talk. Oh, fuck them in the neck. There's a D&D movie coming out. Really? I'm going to gaggle this. Yes. And Chris Pine. Oh, you a lie. Is in talks too. Oh, he's in talks, huh? Yeah. So this movie's not even like in... You shut your face. Pre-production. You shut your face. I can't see him. I don't know. I don't want to see him in it. He needs to, he's Captain Kirk. Fucking be happy with being Captain Kirk. Dungeons and Dragons 2022, Chris Pine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> production announced. Okay, so it's being produced. Expected May 27th, 2022. Okay. Good, they're taking their time. They're going to do I it gotta, right. i got to wait a year and a half for this. Oh. Bless you. Excuse me. Ooh, directors uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. That's a great directing team. These guys right. are awesome. Uh, John uh, John Francis Daly, he okay. started out as a child actor. He was on Freaks and Geeks. Okay, and I played that. the main character, Sam. Well, then he went on to play Sweets, Dr. Sweets, on Bones. He was Bones and uh, Booth's uh, therapist. Okay. Uh, but him and his directorial partner, his writing partner, <clears throat> I'm telling you, this is the team to put that movie out. I'm I'm head over heels, like fucking excited now. Really? If they're attached, it's gonna be good. They <laughs> they do the fandoms right. The geeks. Fuck, I'm even more excited now. Yeah, my dick's a little hard right now. Sorry, mom. Yeah, it is. I see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, aside from my sister passing this week, uh, the HEWP also wants to send out our condolences to the family of Jeremy Bullock, the original actor to portray uh, Boba Fett in the Star Wars franchise. He passed away at 75 years old. RIP. Much respect. God, we do a lot of RIPs. Yeah, we do. Curse of 2020. <laughs> this is not the Curse of Strahd and they're coming back as vampires. Do you imagine Boba Fett coming back as a vampire? That'd be fucking badass. I'm just saying. Somebody should write that. Uh, quit rubbing your arm so close to the microphone. It is sounds that really gross. picking yes. up? Yes. I wouldn't even scratch it. I was like rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some news that I wanted to talk about a couple weeks ago. Uh... Big things coming up. We've got some news that was sent in to discuss uh, last week as well. And some stuff that has come up for this week. So we're going to be running through some things. We're going to be going back and forth. 
that was my <laughs> list the other day. Looks good, dude. Why are you laughing though? <laughs> You're laughing like I'm an idiot for Just ordering pizza. <laughs> like twelve. I ordered a personal for my two youngest, a large pepperoni for the other kids and myself because I love New York style pepperoni pizza. I got my wife a calzone and me a calzone, and we wanted to try the fried ravioli. How was it? It was good. See, I don't like regular ravioli. I'm going to talk to them about being a sponsor next. <laughs> You're just going to get everybody to sponsor us? Yeah. That's what we need, man. Who got the black olives? Me. Ah. They're my Jimmy Jam. I knew you were my friend for a reason. They're my Jimmy Love black olives. Do you like mushrooms too? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I love pepperoni, onion, black olive, mushroom. Done. That's my perfect pizza. My perfect pizza. We can keep being friends. Yes. I still smell my deodorant. I'm sorry. All right. So there is, uh, we have reported on it in the past that WWE was interested in Tessa Blanchard. And then we said that they were not interested. And then we've also said that AEW was interested in Tessa Blanchard. And then we've also said that AEW was not interested in Tessa Blanchard. You have to understand, we're dealing with a lot of uh, inside info that's slinging back and forth. Uh, apparently, a couple different uh, news publishers are now going head-to-head, -head, uh, touching tips. Uh, Dave Meltzer's one of them. Dave Meltzer <laughs> is saying that AEW has zero interest in Tessa Blanchard. The same day he drops that article, a rival online wrestling dirt sheet magazine, whatever you want to call it, comes out with an article that says AEW wants Tessa Blanchard. So, do they want or do they not? Uh, the same thing, uh, flip-flop those stories, that's what we're hearing about WWE. Meltzer says WWE's interested in her. Other companies saying, no way, WWE doesn't want her because the travel would be too hard. Uh, as she recently got married to her husband, Daga, they live in Mexico, and they said, oh, the travel to New York and everything else would just be too difficult um, with uh, COVID measures. The same weekend they released that story that said travel would be too difficult to New York, Tessa Blanchard was in New York at a con signing. She was there signing autographs with her father, Tully, who is an AEW employee. So she's she can get to New York when she wants to. She can be seen with her dad, who's working for another company. It's still up in the air. Uh, for my money, I would rather see her in AEW and elevate the women's division there. Uh, she does have a lot of friends that uh, she was an impact with. However, that being said, with... Uh, Impact and AEW now kind of running some joint ventures. Who knows? Uh, AEW could say, hey, we want to bring Tessa in. And the Impact people could be like, hey, that's your business. You do what you do. But any of the shows that we work with you, she is not welcome. Stranger things have happened. So, I don't know. Like three seasons. Three seasons of what? Stranger things. Fourth one. I'm waiting on the fourth one. I love that show. I know you hate it. I actually got it right. Three seasons? Yeah. Fuck me. Um, not this episode. But <laughs> I can tell you that uh, the third season of Cobra Kai coming out. Going back to Okinawa. Woo! Can't wait to not watch that. Oh, it looks so good. It I like him on the uh, Geico commercials. Who? Uh... Try to get all smart. You know yeah, the Cobra Kai guy. Johnny? 
No. The teacher. Oh, maybe. John Kreese? Maybe it's not Geico. No, it's not. Are you sure? I don't know. Fives and tens, let us know. It calls like Koala Kai or some shit. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what I can't remember what. It's fucking funny. (laughs) All right, so for some of our listeners who are new to this show, we might use certain words that they do not understand. So, well, I want to go over some wrestling (coughs) lingo. I'm gonna throw the word out to you. You tell me what you think it means, and I want to tell you what it is. Okay. All right. All right. Working heel. Uh, bad guy. Close. It means aggressively attacking the lower bottom of someone's foot. You gotta work their heel. Getting heat. Uh, when the cops are tailing you. This refers to the boring time in a match when people let out a sigh and hot air fills the arena. That's stupid. It's getting heat, man. Take it home. When you get carry out. This refers to a wrestler getting their bag and rolling it through the fans during the match while collecting their family members from the front row and leaving right after the match. Hmm. Why is your phone so dark? It's depressed, man. Fucking cheer it up. Leave it be. Leave it be. We've only been off air for two weeks. Let it be. Let it snow. When I find myself in times of trouble. (laughs) Let it snow. Don't. You shut up. Is that how the song goes? The let it go? Oh, let it go. <laughs> You're singing, let it snow, I let don't it know, snow, man. let it snow. I've never seen that bullshit. I hadn't either. <laughs> let it snow. Five kids, never seen that movie. Pa- parents everywhere hate me now. Alright, what's it mean? What's it mean to shine? Uh, when you're doing good? Uh, it's whenever a wrestler gets like really sweaty and it mixes with their baby oil and the light hits it just right, they shine. All right, double down. (laughs) I'm just going to let you read whatever it is. Uh, This is when neither person knows what they're doing and both of them become frustrated and depressed and, uh, with how their match is going. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> <coughs> A Broadway. <laughs> nope. Uh. <laughs> this is when they're singing and dancing in the match. People say that they are paying to be entertained. Let it snow. <laughs> Alright, and the last one. Getting color. What does that mean? Nope. <laughs> uh, this is when a wrestler will find crayons and markers at ringside when small children drop them. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go through. A working heel is... <coughs> it's a, a bad guy wrestler. You were right. He works heel. He's a working heel. Uh Working heel refers to the way in which he carries himself during the match. He's going to do certain things to let you know that he is the heel of the match. 
getting heat is whenever you do something to piss off the boys. Or it's also a lingo when you're in a match. If you're a working heel, you might do some things to get heat with the audience. But generally, whenever heat is discussed, it is something that you've done and management is pissed off at you or the boys are pissed off at you. Latin heat. Take it home is whenever you're in a match and it is time to get to the end of the match. One of the wrestlers... Uh, typically the veteran will say, all right, let's take it home, kid. And then they do whatever last big spot they're going to do. Cover for the pin. One, two, three. Shines when a wrestler looks good. Uh, Broadway is whenever it's basically a tie. Both guys go out there. Neither one of them really win. And getting color is whenever uh, you bleed. Whenever a wrestler ah, tits. Uh, gigs himself or blades himself and, and gets, some, gets some color. I'm really now I I can't stop thinking about this this uh D and D movie. I'm excited as fuck. The holidays are coming up. Are they? Yep. Christmas soon. Christmas songs out there, and all I can think is. Let it snow. Seven swans to rule them all. Six geese to find them. Five rings to bring them all. And in the pear tree bind them. That's right. Is that Lord of the Rings? It's Lord of the Rings and 12 Days of Christmas. It's a mashup. Tits and giggles. Uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins have welcomed their baby into the world... Oh, yeah, I fucked that up on Discord. Baby Roo. <laughs> Actually, that was really funny on Discord. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that after the other announcements, because it has also been announced that uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes are expecting a child, and John Moxley and Renee Pacquiao are expecting a child. So one of our Discord peeps, uh, Aaron the Red. I completely read that wrong. <laughs> Asked who would win in a triple threat match, I guess, amongst the babies. <laughs> and Bobby E's first question was essentially, can they be used as weapons? Like, can you pick up one of the babies and hit someone with it? Yeah, fucked up. And the reply was, well, I guess if it's an Extreme Rules match. <laughs> I like how our fans just rolled with it. I can tell you that Moxley baby is going to pick up another baby. <laughs> Oh man, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was laughing. I didn't. I just thought you were being Bobby E. I was not worried about that. <coughs> no, that was just me being stupid. Oh, uh, <laughs> can the baby be used as a melee weapon? <laughs> uh, that's that question should come up in uh, in a campaign later. Uh, um, Crowley would use it. Yeah, he would. Um. There has been talk of, uh, breakfast is kicking back. God damn it. All that smells is my deodorant, so I don't <laughs> care. Maybe you've got a tuma. No, that's why I'm wearing aluminum-free <clears throat> deodorant. Well, speaking of Cody Rhodes, now this news is, like, really, really, really old. But I don't know if our people out there know about it or have ever watched the show, but there's a show called Warehouse 13. And I'm re-watching it now because I never finished it. So I started it over from the beginning. I'm on season two and I've got this episode coming up. And Cody Rhodes is on there. Yeah, I don't know anything about It was back when he was with uh, 
WWE, and it's probably around the time they had uh, ECW on Sci-Fi. So he was a, a guest. I'm looking forward to it, seeing what his acting chops are. Oh, so it's not a reality show. No, no. Uh, it's kind of like a little bit of X-Files, a little bit of Bones, a little bit of this, that, and the other. Uh, you've got two Secret Service agents that were pulled off of assignment and uh, sent to this warehouse in the middle of nowhere in South Dakota. And they essentially think it's kind of like punishment. And they come to find out that they're actually being rewarded, that they're su such badass agents that they are part of this super secret agency in uh, the U.S. Warehouse 13. So all these different artifacts all over time have been oh, imbued cool. with certain properties and they essentially have to go and track down the artifacts and neutralize them for the greater good of mankind. Okay. It's pretty cool. It's got some steampunk, uh, really cool shit. H.G. Wells shows up. It's awesome. Do they find Harrison Ford? No. But the Ark of the Covenant is in the it. warehouse. <laughs> <clears throat> I knew it could be tied in somehow. Yep. Uh, so we discussed previously that uh, Kenny Omega had run, had won the title and ran off the show and had gone to, uh, was going to be making uh, his appearance on Impact Wrestling. And he made the appearance. A lot of wrestling fans were really upset um, <clears throat> I don't think that they realized that Impact has, had already taped like six weeks worth of shows. So for everyone who thought that there was going to be this huge crossover and all these AEW guys were just going to invade Impact or vice versa, um, Impact had already taped. So Kenny Omega shows up with the belt with Don Callis and basically gives an interview segment with Josh Matthews. And it was, it was a taped segment that was edited into a pre-taped show. Uh, but for a lot of people thinking there was going to be all this action and all these AEW guys were going to show up, uh, sorry to disappoint, but it has drawn a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people tuned into Impact to see Kenny Omega. They thought maybe he was going to be in the ring and do some wrestling and stuff, and it was towards the end of the show, so they end up watching this entire Impact, and they were not, uh, they were down on it. They were like, it's a shitty product. I don't, I don't know why I watched it. Well, first and foremost, you got to understand, they're, they're two different products. Impact has a certain style. AEW has a certain style. Um, we're going to see in the, in the hopefully in a few weeks what it looks like when those styles clash. But uh, if you are looking for AEW wrestling, you're not going to find that on Impact. Okay, they've already got established storylines, established characters. You don't know who those people are, so I can see where it was a little confusing, uh, and it might have let you down. But uh, I think there's going to be some great things that come out of this. Just stay tuned and, and, and understand that uh, that is why the episode did not feature a lot of AEW talent. However, that being said, a lot of Impact talent is now <clears throat> getting on Twitter and talking shit to the <gasps> AEW people. For instance, Impact's Jordan Grace, uh, awesome, awesome uh, former Ooh. women's champion, Jordan Grace. She's from Austin, Texas. Uh, she now lives up in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. But she's made a comment about, hey, I'm going to go over to AEW and take that women's title. So, interesting things to come. Also, uh, Thunder Rosa has still been making some sporadic appearances, as have other uh, NWA contracted wrestlers. Since AEW it has already gone through the measures of security during COVID, 
some of these other companies are letting their talent go on these shows because it's still giving their their brand exposure. So a, a giant triple threat with these three big organizations going head-to-head with WWE. WWE is, is kind of getting scared, which brings me to my next big piece of news. The USA Network is not happy with WWE. No. Uh, last Raw was uh, the lowest rated Raw in the history of the show. USA has sent out a memorandum that they want <coughs> better programming. They want more adult content. And they're not talking about sexy time. They're talking <laughs> about they want more violence. Blood. Uh, yeah. They want more adult themed storylines. They want to bring back the Attitude Era whenever ratings were at their highest. So it's going to be interesting to see how WWE can do that. Um, it has been rumored and speculated and discussed that the Royal Rumble will be the new jumping off point, and that's whenever they will change things moving forward. Yes, please. <coughs> please, please, please. Make a change. Did you get that picture I sent you? Yes, that was a really cool picture. I don't know what it's of. That's the game I'm playing. Oh, that was like the people you were playing with? No. That's a video game. That's not real. It looks fucking real, doesn't it? Yeah, like I could tell that Click some, on it. some things were generated, but like this here doesn't match here. Oh, uh, that's me. Oh, I can see now. I thought that you were playing online and like the people in some other country, this was their setup. No, that's how real this game looks. What game is this? Uh, the Last of Us 2. Uh, how fucking real. It looks it looks super yeah. real. <clears throat> Sorry to derail the whole fucking podcast just so I could talk about that. That's okay. It's our podcast. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first time I've said that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we discussed this before. It has, it like... Like we said at the top of the show, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a long couple weeks. Um, but also, during this time, I know we discuss RIPs a lot. There was another big one. Uh, Tommy Tiny Lister, who played Zeus in No Holds Barred and was a wrestler in WWE and WCW. Primarily an actor, but he was a wrestler to promote the movie. And then he came back later you know, for a little bit of a payday. Um, most people know him from the Friday movies as Debo. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know him as the president of the world from The Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. But uh, he passed away uh, what? last week. Yeah. COVID? 62. COVID? No, I don't think so. But. Um, Did he watch one of his movies? I don't know. But I saw a. Uh, I'm not gonna, I saw some but. good memes on it, and there's like one where someone's some angel is complaining. He stole my halo. He's like, this is my halo now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> in the uh, damn. Speaking of memes, here was another good one. I'm here to chew bubble gum and sing air supply, and I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Funny stuff. 
Uh, for those of you looking for uh, some good wrestling documentaries or uh, wrestling personality documentaries, there's a new one out for about um, Chris Adams, WCCW uh, wrestler. Adam Bomb? No, uh, Chris Adams, uh, the gentleman, Chris Adams. He he was one of the trainers of Stone Cold Steve Austin. They were tag team partners. Uh, he did do some runs in WCW, but primarily he was he was a Texas wrestler but he wrestled all over the world in canada and there's a new documentary called gentleman's choice and you can find the full movie on youtube hmm. so make sure to go check that out i will be checking that out canada g'day mate <laughs> that's not how canadians talk yes it is uh another big thing that has made the news pun intended talking about big things uh Bobby almost spit out his drink whenever I said big things. Um, no, he didn't. Big man wrestlers. So we have been high up on the show for. Uh, we've never been high on this show. We've never been. We've been drunk on this show. Uh, Keith Lee. Okay. Keith Lee's older brother's James, younger brother. Keith yes. Lee. Yes. He has been sent back to the performance center. Vince McMahon is not happy. With his wrestling style. I don't know what's going on, but he, it is said that he's kind of being punished. He has two appointments a week where he has to go in and get back to basics. Um, get your of, brother in check. A lot of people are saying it's it's his size. Uh, some other bigger guys have also been sent back. Uh, Vince has statistically had problems with big guys in the past. He's always said, well, I'm more con conscious and worried about their health. And I want them to be healthy. But realistically, he's just... He's being an a-hole. Uh, there was an edict that was sent down that Keith Lee was going to have to wrestle in a shirt or a vest or something because he had boobs and Vince didn't want to yeah. see his boobs on TV. Vince threw a fit. Asshole. That's why your product's going down the tubes. Man. Well. Did you watch SmackDown? No. Why would I do that? Mm. Why would I do that? I almost did. Okay. What stopped you? <clears throat> uh, BBC's Nova. <laughs> <laughs> what? I learned about, I don't know, meteor dirt or some shit. I don't know. Apparently there's meteor dirt coming back to Earth. Asteroid dirt. That's what it was. Okay. I don't know why I even brought that up. I don't know either. I'm only on my second chili. Excuse me. Why is your phone so dark? It drives me insane, dude. Sorry. I fixed it. Alright, All right. so uh, this last Friday as we were recording, recording this episode on Sunday this week, um, last Friday was the season 2 finale of The Mandalorian. I don't want to spoil that for anybody that has not seen it. Me. And some of our listeners. Um, so I'm not going to spoil that. I will say that um, it was phenomenal. I uh, cried. I cried. Okay. Uh, it was really good. This this season, 
uh, was pretty good altogether. What are you doing? Oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> microphone picks up everything. Yes. Yes, it um, does. So, did Darth Vader show up? No. This show takes place after Return of the Jedi, so Darth Vader is dead. Oh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader eats it at the end of that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't seen a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to switch gears for a minute. Uh, one of our fives and tens uh, hit me with some news the other day, and I asked him to pull up some additional news. So we're going to go over there and check it out. It's some great entertainment news he thought we'd want for the show. Stop touching my leg. <clears throat> you moved and touched my leg. So, let us see here. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm on Facebook now. Yes, you are. <laughs> I keep getting these weird friend requests, though. Um, while we were talking about uh, Star Wars news, Disney had a big meeting the other day uh, for their investors, and they released a lot of future dates and, and the such. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. There will be an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen will be reprising their roles of Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Interestingly, Hayden Christensen will be in the Darth Vader suit. So he's going to be playing Vader. Fine. Uh, another series called Andor. It's going to be set before Rogue One. Um, Love Rogue One. There's going to be an Ahsoka show, Ahsoka Tano. Um, her character, That's the red chick? Yes. Um, her character showed up this season. It's a, She was a character from the various animated series that had come out. Uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> played by Rosario Dawson. Awesome talent. <clears throat> oh, it's going to be live action? Yeah. Essentially, her episode was the backdoor pilot. It received enough... Views. <laughs> From now on, I want to be known as Bobby E, the backdoor pilot. <laughs> oh, but oh. <laughs> Okay, go, go, okay. It was go ahead. In, go the ahead. Industry, in the industry, it's a pilot, but it is part of a show. It's kind of snuck in there. It's called <laughs> Backdoor Pilot. <laughs> anyway, it had enough uh, <coughs> positive reaction that they've they've decided to move forward. Of course, it did. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So I'm... it's going to be a live-action show. It's going to take place during the Mandalorian timeline. Okay. Uh, Visions will be an animated shorts, anime style. So we're going to have an anim uh, like a anime Star Wars show. Oh, that'd be pretty good. And then another animated series called The Bad Batch, which if you are a Star Wars fan, you know who The Bad Batch is. Mm -mm. Um, basically, the clones. Whenever they had the clone troopers, yeah, the ones that. Uh, didn't go so well. They had some deformities and shit. They were supposed to be killed off, and someone took uh, P 
pity on them, and they became their own squadron known as the Bad Batch. Who? Who what? Who took pity upon them? I don't know. I didn't see that shit. I just know the backstory. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Warwick Davis is coming back for a sequel to Willow. I thought he passed. No, he's alive. The... Yeah. Hmm. No. All right. Um, a lot of this is looking to come out between now and 2023. <clears throat> um, I'm not looking for There's also uh, Rogue Squadron coming out, Lando, and another show called The Alkalite. A lot of cool stuff there. Now, switching gears, still with Disney, but more in the realm of uh, Let's Excite Bobby E. Okay. During the investment programming, Marvel all uh, Disney Marvel announced a whole set of shows. Yes. Uh, we've got Armor Wars, Ironheart, Secret Invasion, Moon Knight, which tops my list, She-Hulk. <sighs> tops my list, too. I like ladies with muscles. Um, <clears throat> Hawkeye. Yep. Which will feature, like, his daughter. Like, him training his daughter to be the next Hawkeye. Um, by, he was doing that in uh, Endgame. Yeah. 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 Um, a, a series that I have seen a trailer for called What If. It's going to be animated. Oh, fuck yes. Um, uh, they basically are going to take all the Marvel movies we've seen so far <sighs> and what if them. So what if fuck yeah. this happened instead of that? Um, looks really good. Loki. That trailer looks so fucking good. Loki. Yes. I haven't seen the trailer for Loki. It's on YouTube. I'll check it out. I just haven't seen it yet. I did see the one for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It looks great. That looks great. WandaVision I, looks excellent. I can't get it. Can't get any of them. They're all going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Get Disney+. Plus. Okay, I'm going to use the money from this podcast to get Disney+. Plus. Alright, guys, we're going to have to get... you got to go check out our Patreon so that Bobby e can get Disney+. Plus so he Fucking can please! Talk <laughs> about content on the show. Uh, there's going to be a shorts series uh, known as I Am Groot. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Groot, there will be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Let's hope it is better than the Star Wars holiday special. With the Ewoks? <sighs> It's classic. That holiday special is just notoriously horrible. Ooh, ooh. <gasps> Excuse me. The greatest thing to... Woo. Damn, dude. The greatest uh. thing to come out of that holiday special was an animated Boba Fett. And everyone wanted to know who that person was and then they made him live action. But Boba Fett's first appearance was in the Star Wars Christmas special. There you go. They also discussed Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which Fuck you no. are not happy about. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Alright. And, making the big comeback, Fantastic Four. Fuck no. It's gonna be good. No! Why not? A. The comic books suck. B. All the movies have sucked. C. The Fantastic Four suck. That's Marvel's first family, man. I don't give a fuck. I like the Fantastic Four. I hate the Fantastic Four. Why? 
They're awesome. Would you say fantastic? Yes. I wouldn't. They're fantastically four of them. <laughs> they're fantastically uh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never liked Fantastic. I don't care. Make it. The movies Fuck weren't it. that bad. The movies are terrible. No, they're not that bad. What? <sighs> Have you watched them sober? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't. The last one. <laughs> they're so the, bad. The last one that everyone like hated and said was so horrible. It, I was able to check it out from the library, so I didn't have to pay any money to watch it. So that's probably why I liked it. I didn't pay, have to pay anything. Well, I bought them. I did too. And... No, dude. Because I'm a collector, and I had to have them in my collection. Yeah, same here. Uh, but it's going to be directed by John Watts, so <laughs> it, it should be good. Um, and, no, it won't. Well, they're bringing them, they're like bringing them into the MCU. And the X-Men. They're going to bring them over, too. Yeah... There is, uh, there's rumblings on some Wolverine. Ugh. Have you seen the newest? Like, we've talked about it before, like Tom Hardy, and we've talked about uh, Carl Urban, which I'm really big on Carl that's, Urban. Yep. Have you heard the newest name that's been thrown out? Yes. Daniel Radcliffe? Yes. Harry fucking Harry Potter? Harry fucking Potter. <laughs> I just see them claws coming out, and he's like, Wingardium Liviosa. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see me walking out of the theater. You're actually going to go to the theater? Hell no. <laughs> um, it was also announced that in Thor, Love and Thunder, that Christian Bale will be playing the villain, Gore the God Butcher. Ooh. That, what? That's a weird fix. Because he was fat. Maybe, maybe, maybe Christian Bale got fat. No, I mean, he was like really fat. And I think he had a monocle. <laughs> a monocle? If I remember right, yeah, he had a monocle. I don't know. All right. Well, in the interest of the show, because that was all stuff that I had pulled up over the last couple weeks, let us go live into the gaggle and check out some wrestling news as we have been wont to do. Oh, I thought you were ending the show. No, not yet. <laughs> Four minutes ago. Aaron the Red, I love you, bro. And I want to touch your feet. That's not what he said. Aaron, come on. This guy looks like John Cena. What the fuck is that? It's Braun Strowman. Why? Damn, he's ripped shit. He almost looks like me. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, final card for tonight's TLC. Ooh. You want to give some some picks? Let's see who we going to pick. Stop ad. Green Bay Packers. Losers. Uh, they... Losers. I will fucking murder you. Losers. They tore shit up last night. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Oh, no. Are you shitting me? No. No. It's fucking right there. God bless. Who do we got? I'm going to go with Reigns. I'm going to go with Owens. Cool. I want Owens to win. That's my spirit. Uh, Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. 
Women's Tag Championship match. Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and To Be Announced. To Be Announced is one of the greatest wrestlers ever. It's going to be me. Is it really? I'm going to team up with Asuka and make a baby. Good luck. Firefly Inferno match. Randy Orton versus The Fiend. <coughs> <laughs> this is tonight? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> on what? On what channel? It's going to be on the network. WWE Network. It's a pay-per-view. Tables, ladders, and chairs. <sighs> Fucking shit. Randy Orton. Okay. Uh, Sasha Banks is the champion versus Carmella. I don't care. Sasha Banks. Uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match. The New Day versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. New Day? I don't care. I'm fucked on this. New Day? I'll go with New Day. Um... I was reading something about how nobody wants... To be in the ring with Nia Jax. Yeah, she's she's dangerous. Yeah, she's a potato thrower. Yeah. Or whatever y'all call it. A potato thrower. Oh. Liv Morgan would love to revisit lesbian storyline with Lana. Okay. So would I. Headline reads, JBL is among the people on WWE's Do Not Touch list. Don't give a fuck. Arn Anderson took some more questions from fans in a QA edition of The Arn Show. Arn talked about going through airport security with NWA TV title belt. He said, if you look back on it now, with today's standards, post 9-11, you never checked the bag that held the belt. Hey, are you going to watch that tonight? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Where's the part where he talks about JBL? Here's the post I got. Yeah, I saw that post, too. <laughs> uh, Daniel Radcliffe dressed up in the Wolverine outfit. No! I'm not seeing where he actually talked about... Okay. Do, 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 do. What does Kylo Ren have to do with Mandalorian? There were rumors of a WWE do not touch list that was put in place after Jerry Lawler had a heart attack <coughs> on air. Arn was asked if such a list existed and if so, who's on it? Arn said, I did and believe it or not, one of the names, oh, it did exist and believe it or not, one of the names on the list was JBL. I think he came back from an injury at some point and was doing commentary. He was on that list. The announcers were on that list. It was a very real list. I can't remember all that was on it. Way to talk around some things, Arn. You should uh, run for office. He had a heart attack on air? Jerry Lawler, yes. It was very scary. Huh. It was very, very That's scary. That's cool. Really? Not a whole lot of news here. That's WWE. Oh. Brett DiBiase pleads guilty in relation to scandalous. <clears throat> the embezzlement scandal in Mississippi, which we broke on this show many months ago. We discussed it when no one else was. 
Uh, it was reported earlier this year that Brett DiBiase, son of Hall of Famer Ted DiBiase, was involved in a massive embezzlement scandal in Mississippi. At the time, it was reported that the former director of the state welfare agency, as well as five other people, were charged with one of the biggest embezzlement scandals in the history of the office. DiBiase was given money that was intended to go to a drug treatment facility in Malibu and earmarked for Mississippi's welfare program as he was supposed to teach on drug abuse but never did. Brett pled guilty to making false statements regarding the incident as it was actually true that he did it. Reporter Anya Wolf of Mississippi Today noted the following notes. We told y'all. We told y'all. Now, it was also said that uh, Ted DiBiase was involved. I don't know uh, what the news is on him going forward. I have not heard. I've, I've been keeping my no. ear to the ground trying to find out, but I have not as of yet heard hmm. WWE's plans for a new NXT show are moving forward let's check that out there's my boy there's your boyfriend your boyfriend WWE's plans for a new NXT show are moving forward as Triple H has started to build a team for it Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter last month that the WWE executive had been going through the budgets to try to find a way to implement some type of show that would get more NXT talent ring time and exposure. They aren't going to do house shows, but they may add something in some form. Something in some form? What? Sounds like bullshit. Get them on basic TV. Come on. No shit. Yes. Oh. No. Oh, they're shitting on me. No. I think it's a great idea. They should have more programming on local television. That's how you're going to get more fans. WWE Hall of <laughs> Famer superstar Billy Graham has been hospitalized, according to a post by his wife, Valerie, on Facebook. This is what she had to say about her husband. Asking for prayers for my husband, Wayne, he's been admitted to the hospital for a pretty significant infection in his big toe. He's diabetic, and there is some bone involvement. Most of you know that he's immune suppressed due to his liver transplant and he's also dealing with congestive heart failure failure due to covid restrictions i cannot be at the hospital but will keep you all updated as i get more information you're not gonna read that last part uh we believe in the power of prayer and <laughs> i can see the hand of the lord all over this all even right, wayne's done. doctors right. agreed <laughs> everything happens for a reason Wayne was having a difficult time breathing today. The edema in his legs was increasing quickly. I decided to change his TED hose to a new pair for additional support. That's when I saw the infection. Had he not had the swelling, I would not have seen his foot. A true blessing in disguise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We wish Billy Graham the best, and we hope for a speedy recovery. What? Wait. What's edema? I don't know what that is. Edema? Uh, I don't know. Like swelling? I don't know. Google it. Yeah. Look at Superstar Billy Graham. Jerked! I realized he was that big. He's not anymore. Maybe I'm thinking of like the pastor or something. You were. You were thinking of the televangelist. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I was so mean. Probably so. Dick. First match confirmed for the WWE Royal Rumble pay-per-view. 
a second match confirmed because we know that there's going to be a Royal Rumble. <laughs> Don't you get that? Yes. WWE TLC airs this Sunday night on pay-per-view, and although one of the matches being built is Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle for the U.S. title, the match is not scheduled until next month. Yeah, I don't care. I don't either. I hope Bobby Lashley beats him. He's getting a hard push. I think he will. Yeah. You too? Yeah. You got some things? You got some stuffs? Oh, no, no. I just... It's weird that you agree with me. <coughs> it does happen. From time to time. He's been getting a hard push. Do you want Dudley's sons? Yeah, we reported on that. Did you? Mm, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drew McIntyre surpasses one of the Undertaker's WWE miles. No, no, he doesn't. Let's look at that. No, he doesn't. Let's look at that. The Undertaker had a legendary career in the pro wrestling business, but wasn't seen as a character that needed the WWE title. Taker has stated that he agrees with the belief as he thought he was better at chasing it rather than holding it. McIntyre has surpassed the Taker's record on the list in the most combined days as a reigning WWE champion. Here's the list. Son of a bitch. The one day I don't bring my fucking computer. Here he is. Undertaker combined four reigns for a combined of 234 days. Drew McIntyre is currently at 235 plus days. Bruno San Martino still holds the record with <laughs> two reigns at 4,040 combined days. Hey, Triple H is in the top ten. Of course he is. Rand Randy Orton's number seven. Heck yeah! Stone Cold Steve Austin, number ten. Try not to cuss. Macho Man Randy Savage, number eleven. Uh huh. Piece of shit Diesel's on there at 16. <laughs> Are you still? Fuck that guy. <laughs> it's been like two months. Every time I see that guy's face, I'm just like, Argh! I know what to get you for Christmas now. <laughs> we can get you a Diesel shirt. <laughs> Light it ablaze and throw it in the trash can. Oh, man. Don't be mean. <laughs> Yeah, my stomach keeps growling. That goddamn breakfast sandwich is gonna kill me. Okay. Edge Pryor's back. Oh, you pick him as your uh, favorite comeback. Yes, Edge was my favorite comeback of the year. I was gonna put Goldberg, but I knew everybody was gonna shit on me. So I didn't... you said Goldberg. Oh, did I actually yeah, type it? Yeah, I saw it, and I was just like. <laughs> <sighs> and I shook my head. And I was like, I was like he, everybody's gonna shit on me. I was like, if he's, you know, hey, you're holding to your fandom, you know. I like Goldberg. I know you do. <laughs> okay, I am crazy curious about this now. What the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton? Yeah, because you said it's gonna be on TV tonight. Yeah. Look at that wiener. Who is that? Matt Riddle. They've now offered him a multi-year contract for big money. 
Why? I don't know. It pisses me off. All right, calm down. I don't like him. Lars Sullivan? No, Kevin Owens. Oh. You don't like him? No. He's Canadian. Canadian, right? <laughs> There's your spirit animal, Otis. Yeah. He's getting sent back to... Uh... Yeah, he's one of the other names. We talked about Keith. Why Lee. am I even on this show? Because I love you and you're hilarious and... You're bringing news to the table because I didn't mention Otis as one of the other names, but you are correct. I, I defer to you. Go ahead and say What? Say the thing. He's getting back to... Or, no! I'm done! <laughs> Fuck this show. He's going back to the training center because he's a fat boy. Vince doesn't like the big biggins. Uh-huh. He yeah. don't like the guys with the dicky-doos. <laughs> Dinky-doos. No, the dicky-doos. So their stomach hangs over farther than their dicky do. I'm done. <laughs> oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I do appreciate you uh, tuning in and checking us out. It was uh, <laughs> it was a much-needed episode. I did miss y'all last week. I missed Bobby last week. Uh, I didn't. Dick. Um, so, make sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Double go check out our Patreon and also look for our newest sponsor, Titan Moon Comics from Cedar Park, Texas. I am Blue Coyote. He is the backdoor pilot, Bobby E. <laughs> we are the H-E-W-P, the hoop, the ring, the squared circle. <laughs> I'll play with, I don't know, man. Backdoor pirate. <laughs>